absolute pleasure to welcome back the king of 3.142, bloody 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 blah, RJ Asher. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. How are you? Welcome. It's, it's, it is Paiwan National Day today. I'll get this out of my system, and I'll stop really soon. Fantastic. <laughs> right? But we have a pie for that. We ha- I bet yeah. you do. Really? Take and up al- chicken. Okay. Um, well, yeah, very good. <laughs> and also, chef, author, and today, part-time Oompa Loompa, Jason Black. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. How are you? Not too bad. Good to see you. And you know what? It's a really busy day on Fridays. So Danny Hicks does a bit of sport on Money for Nothing earlier on. Heard there was a pie coming, <laughs> and he couldn't get rid of the blinking idiot. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, uh, I'm just back from Korea in the Asian Games, and, um, you know, I've really got withdrawal symptoms. From Not Korean from the sport, food. But from the Korean food, which was just fantastic. Fried and, chicken um, once you start. You know, I'm hoping stop. this pie will... Uh, Maybe satiate some he's, of that. He's uh, brought crazy. a demo pie for us. Now, RJ explained to me just now that he's had a photo shoot and he had to make this absolutely stunning looking thing. Just tell me it's not made out of candle wax, please. No, it's <laughs> a pumpkin pie. You know, Thanksgiving around the corner, uh, Canadian Thanksgiving on Monday, Halloween, Halloween. On the 31st. So this is the time they have pumpkin pie. So we actually made four pumpkin pies on Wednesday. This is huge. Now, what we're going to do here is eat it all, basically. (laughs) We have 15 seconds to have an entire pie. And then then I'll give it to Angie because she loves pies. It's a a big pie. let's talk about, just he mentions Korean food. And even when we were talking on on the phone and stuff like this, I'm like, I really am jealous. It stands out a mile for me in Asian foods. What do you guys like? I love it. I was there in December. Bit of a tactical error. I thought it was going to be about one or zero degrees, so I arrived there at five a.m. and it was minus fourteen. Yeah, I have to say, tactical error. He thought he was going to Mongkok. <laughs> it can get very cold. No, I know where Mongkok is. Um, yeah, it was it was freezing, but the food was outstanding. Well, you, you know why they have all those hot and spicy soups, which are just delicious. You know, you can tell it's a country that has really cold Stop winters dribbling, because of the, <laughs> because of the food. But honestly, the, the quality of the food and the presentation, I found, even though you go into a bakery and you just buy a sandwich and it's presented beautifully and it's cheaper than Hong Kong, what I found was amazing, we would go out and we'd have an amazing slap-up meal and it was hard to spend more than the equivalent of about 150 Hong Kong dollars. That's awesome, isn't Including it? all your drinks as well. And wow. just the most amazing spread of food, side dishes, barbecued meats, soups. I mean, it was something just that I really enjoyed. You've been a real sort of, I hate using the word fusion, but let's just say in the restaurant the menus that you've designed I've always got the notion that you you do it but you just like to give it a little bit of a, a buzz of some other angle so it's not p- pure down the line Asian food you'll be putting the Jason touch into it uh, I've shied away from, from that sort of Asian, Asian kind of stuff because it's not really a, a school western food with obviously some of the influences oh the other way around been, sorry the yeah, other yeah, way yeah. around um, one of the things that I saw in Seoul that I thought was fantastic was this chap had a um, a small little truck and on the back, he had a chicken roaster. Mm. And you would just park at the side of the street. People would queue up. And they had this, these beautiful Spit chickens going on. Yes. Chi- yeah. Amazing, amazing, mm. amazing. And I think we're missing out on that in Hong Kong. That is for sure. Well, we, we went to one night. We went to this sort of, you know, the, everybody knows the Korean barbecue. You know, you have the gas that's burn. That's all we really, that's all the I gas really burn know. on the yeah, table yeah. and that. But we went to one restaurant, which was a traditional old Korean barbecue restaurant. We sat on the floor. You know, the tables were on the floor. And they brought it's in usually hot you fall coal. Off. <laughs> it was literally a basket, a basket full of you know proper hot barbecue coals, and they dropped it into the centre of the table, and cool. they cooked the meat actually on the coals, and that was just amazing because it was proper proper barbecue, not even, not one of these gas burner things. It was the hot coals, and it's just something about it, you know, when the fat drips onto the coals, mm. and you get that that barbecue aroma, and it was just fantastic. And as I say, it was, compared to Hong Kong, it was cheap as chips, and it was yep. just 
some of the best food you'll ever have. I'll tell you what really stuck, stuck out for, about Korean food for me was spe- especially, wow, colours. Mm. Did you, what, you must have really noticed yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, you, it really is colourful. You know, you get, you get your salad leaves, you get bright green salad leaves, you get your side dishes, your kimchi, which is bright red, you get soups, which are normally very deep red because of the chilli uh, that's used in them and, and, the, and the red pepper paste. And, and the barbecue mix, you get your pork and your beef. And, uh, and I have to say, the quality of the meat there is just exceptional. They really don't... Jay, tell us, tell us a bit about that side of things. When, whenever we talk really good meat, we usually talk about Japanese stuff, but... Yeah, the yeah. Koreans have pretty, pretty good quality stuff too. Although I went up to one of those DMZ tours mm. Um, <laughs> ate on that border, yeah. and actually uh, there was oh, Panmunjom. Yeah, there was not, no. Well, that was a North color. Korean restaurant, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the other side. <laughs> Here's one for you, RJ. Yep. The stuff these boys are talking about now. Uh, do you do you infuse much? Because well, the good old pie, there is a lot you can do with it. Yeah, there is. They get to the three cup chicken for you pie one day. We're doing pie one day. We today. actually had the three cup chicken pie. We're actually right now in the process of trying to do our own kimchi. To make a pork and kimchi and a beef and kimchi pie. See, it had to be I today. Bought, didn't I, 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 I bought four kilograms of kimchi back. Oh, you can leave the it. studio right now. And, you didn't um, open on the plane, did you? Uh, you? You're not allowed to take it in the cabin. You have to check it in with your. Check in your you kimchi. You can't take it inside the cabin because there's a danger it will it's explode. Like, it's like durian because wow. it's fermenting. Yeah. Um, and obviously the smell of it. But if it warms up. So I had it in the fridge overnight in the apartment we were staying in and then packed it in towels inside my uh, suitcase and just prayed, you know, there wouldn't be too much of a delay on the flight and it didn't explode in transit. And it didn't. We got it home in one piece. But I have, we now have a, a lovely apartment smelling of kimchi because we've got four kilograms of kimchi. There's millions the of, ki- well, a thousand, hundreds of kinds, so they're not Yeah, jam- there's a lot of yeah. different kinds of kimchi. Yeah, there's I mean, a lot this of, is they basically take a lot of pride with it, actually. Poggy kimchi, which is the, the, the cabbage kimchi, which I think most people yeah. will be familiar with, which is like the Chinese leaf. But you get radish kimchis and, oh, radish. and all sorts of, um, uh, <laughs> all sorts of different vegetables. Are used. Basically, it's, it's red pepper and salt, and it's fermented, and it, and it just... Brings out that the only thing I love kimchi, but the only thing I can't handle, of course, obviously, is the real ones that use a lot of fishy essence and stuff. I know it, it mm. I know it features, but if I don't notice it, I totally dig kimchi. Mm. No, but the, the, the great thing about buying it there, this kimchi was had a date. They have a, the manufactured by date on it, and this was you know second of October. and I was bringing it back on fourth of October, so it was only two days. I was really fresh. It's really fragrant. Some of the stuff you can get it in Hong Kong. You know, it's in, in most supermarkets, but it tends to be a bit older and it's not quite as vibrant. When you get it really, really, really fresh, it's just the best thing ever. I know it's a quiet place for some people. It, Once you've acquired it, ugh, I found it a cuisine really of, of generosity in that when you do go and eat something, the, the number of garnishes and little sides yeah. that you get with it that are all included you are get, really awesome. It's com- yeah, it's, that's because you're a cheap chiseling South African. No, you get, you, I am indeed. Oh, that's great. No, yeah. So much more than my much. money. It's true though. You, get, you will get as standard half a dozen, ten, maybe little side plates. So you yeah. say with various little. Uh, little noodle dishes, little bean sprout dishes, uh, a little bit of uh, pickled radish and some kimchi and two or three types of kimchi. And you can just pick and choose. Have and you had breakfast, those. by the way? I haven't yet. I no. can yeah, tell. I'm starting to think about Let's put him to work. We've got today we're going we're gonna to unleash the Occupy. Ooh. And it's, it's right in front of me now. RJ's Occupy. And so it's this right in front of me is, this now. This is the democratic pie of the Go day. Go on, son, all yours. Tell us, what we're, tell us what we've got. And anybody in RTHK, you can have some of this. You got it. Just a little bit, though. Uh, I'll tell you, we brought, this is a traditional, traditional pumpkin pie. It's, 
actually version of the one we actually sell without all the spice that we do and the pie that we, you know, Tai Tai Pie Pies offers. But this one for the holidays, for you know, Halloween, for Canadian Thanksgiving, and you know, in a month we'll be doing American Thanksgiving. This we is great. Can we pumpkin? I tell you, this is a photo. Open it up. It's a photo op here. We must take a picture of this. Oh, hang on a minute. Let's get it out. Before and by the way, whilst you're doing that, lads, I want to say good morning to Steve who writes in and he says, Fusion food, cheese and kimchi sarni. It's a taste sensation. That's sandwich in English. Wow. Yeah. Cheese and kimchi sandwich. He's a popular man. Well, I guess. You it's very versatile. <laughs> you can use it in a lot of ways. And you can use it in soups. You can use it in. Uh, they stuff, uh, you know, their equivalent of dim sum, which is There's called mandu. Stuff the little dump, with dumpling yeah. stuff with kimchi and meat is, is, is wonderful, either fried or in soup. They sleep in it. Um, let, let me take a picture of this whilst we're cooking here. You've yeah, got to have some of his, some oh, of his oh, pumpkin pie. Oh, that's my breakfast. Oh, just, just, just bear with us for a second, will you? We're taking pictures of the pie and getting the knives and forks out. <laughs> I, I, I feel, you I'm starting to eat, feel like one of those foodies snapping at my iPhone. Yeah. We're going to eat a pie and take pictures of it. Let's, and, um, let's lift this baby you know, out. Great radio. Ooh. Um, RJ, whilst we're talking, let's do some recipe tips and stuff, because this is, sure. I mean, a massive, massive American-Canadian population in Hong Kong, and yes. this is going to be on the agenda for the next at least four to eight weeks. Yeah. So take us through some of this stuff. Yeah, it's actually... Fairly simple. The The big thing regarding you know the pumpkin pie, and people do ask, why don't you use fresh pumpkin? Uh, the hard part about a fresh pumpkin is getting consistency. So we actually do use Libby's pumpkin you know pumpkin puree, uh, just the pure pumpkin puree, no preservatives, no additives. And the spices can be up to you. A traditional one is cinnamon and ginger. You know, maybe a little clove sometimes, but it's a very easy pie to make at home. Right, Jay, give us give us a couple of tips on the use in general of cinnamon and gi- ginger, both very pungent spices, probably to be used with caution. Um, yeah, as long as you as, as long as you use a little bit. I mean, there are very specific um, flavors for me. They traditionally remind me of Christmas or, mm. or winter. Yeah, it does your, 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 your mulled wine, Certainly cloves and ginger that, that, and, and that cinnamon sort of time. are the cloves you can keep, the aromas of but Christmas. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm, I'm sure yeah. if you use clove again sparingly, it's you have yeah. to use it sparingly yeah. because it really is strong, um, and they are very unique. Um, you know, it, it goes into um, this thing is massive. This is Franken well, pie to the bit. max. Franken pie. It is. It's outrageous. This thing. Uh, <laughs> American-sized portions, I reckon. That's the way it's better to be. <laughs> Let's give Danny the first taste, shall we? Oh, well, don't don't tell his missus. <laughs> you've been putting on weight. You've been broadcasting too much, darling. <laughs> Radio is bad for I your figure. I was told I weight when I came back from Korea after three weeks, and I'm, I'm sure it was true because, you know, we, we were eating at funny hours as well. So, can't no, here's Danny for the first time ever sampling RJ's pumpkin pie, superb I think, pie. I, I can't ever remember having pumpkin pie because it's not a, a UK thing, you know, obviously we're... D- we're more Christmas puddings and mince pies at this time of year. Well, you, you must be into Christmas, Christmas puddings, are you not? I mean, it's, it's, it's we don't do Christmas pudding. We do Christmas mm. pudding. You do Christmas pudding yeah. pie, mince meat pie. That That's, is yeah. that is spot on. That is really nice. Um, uh, sorry, uh, I, I shouldn't speak with my mouth. You more. just you just behave yourself. Um, the thing mm. is, though, I'm imagining you, all of your ingredients here. Nothing, nothing um, powdered, packeted, blah blah blah. It's all the real deal there for you, RJ. Yeah, we, we've talked to other you know other shows. We actually Jason's a big fan of you know doing it yourself, grinding it yourself, and he actually even you know he you know puts it in the oven for a little while and and roasts it and different things. So he's given a lot of good insights to what to do. Yeah, but what, again, what have you told him? What have you in your chats? What have you suggested? That's a secret. Uh, <laughs> I think um, if you if you have um, spices and you give them a little bit of a dry roast in a pan, 
Um, it livens does, them up, doesn't it? It, it brings out the flavour. When you, so, what do we do? We put it literally. We put it in a what, in a dry a pan, medium, but low. Oh, yeah, low, low flame. You don't want you don't want them to catch, otherwise it'll go bitter. Um, you do you do want to just get a little bit of a toast onto the spices and then do you, um, do, you, do, you do that quite a lot, right? Does that just sort of loosen the oils within the spices and mm. the, gets yeah. the aroma going? Yeah, it gets them fragrant. Mm. Yeah, we, I mean, definitely. Can you guys like oh, talk delicious. a bit and stop eating? All I, I can, all I can hear we're is crying here. <laughs> yeah. Now, Put a yeah. record on. We've got a pie to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll just be over here. Taxpayers, your money is being spent. Living vicariously. Vicely. Oh, vicariously. There we go. There we go. Well, That's the worst one I would say about this, in the, in the UK, we would call this more of a tart than a pie, because a pie like, has a lid on it, to, to, for want of a technical term, where I come from. And this is, to describe it for people, it's, it's kind of open top. This um, is very true. Americans and, use the um, word pie for that And reason, it's very they? much yeah. like, a, I can certainly taste a little bit of cinnamon in there and a little mm. bit of, uh, of ginger as well. And Let's it's give it a really, go. really nicely balanced. And, Man. You know, I'm no foodie, but... I know nice food, and <laughs> this is terrific. So <laughs> this, guys. this, I mean, pie me to the moon. This is <laughs> the oh, oh, This is the best. Take me back. Oh, right, I didn't listen, do the worst. We must just, come we, pie with me. We mustn't just keep doing silly pub games. We really must tell our listeners how to make this, but without RJ's secret bits, of course. Yeah, because this is, this is again, we don't sell this one online. We're in our shops. This is really, uh, truly traditional. So it is, you know, a can of pumpkin puree, a can of evaporated milk. Couple eggs, evaporated milk, okay. a top useful secret ingredient, and and on its own you go yuck. But it's but it's used a lot, isn't it? Oh, I think if you if you cook a can of ever um, oh, condensed milk for six yeah. hours in water, it gives you this say, it's got caramel. That sort of um, it's almost like a creme brulee kind of consistency. Um, it's just kind of set, isn't it? But it's mm. really soft as well. It's 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 really nice. right. I tell you what, we better put the lid on for a couple of minutes. Um, we'll come back and do some variations and bits and pieces afterwards. Danny, thanks very much. I'll, uh, um, I'll leave you two. By the way, three alone I, hope you, for the I hope you had fun at the Asian Games. Oh, it's all pie in the sky I'm, now. Oh, oh, okay, man. enough already. Note. It's twenty-seven minutes past ten. Friday's morning brew. This is the marvelous John Mayer with Pie Georgia.
John Mayer on Radio 3 and Pi Georgia. We'll be back with the lads after the news. Morning Brew at rthk.hk. If you would like to get in touch, of course, it doesn't have to be all about pies because, you know, we've got one and you don't. <laughs> Radio 3 weather. Mainly cloudy today. Dry with sunny periods. Moderate east northeasterly winds. Sunny periods expected over the weekend, but slightly cooler early next week. 27 degrees just now, and we've got 57% relative humidity. 10.30, here's Sam with the news. Labour Party Chairman Lee Cho-Yan has accused the government of acting irresponsibly in abruptly calling off talks with student leaders, which were aimed at defusing Hong Kong's political crisis. He criticised the Chief Secretary Carrie Lam for blaming unreasonable demands by the students for the decision and warned it may bring even more pro-democracy protesters out on the streets. We do not understand why the government suddenly refused to talk and it really showed very much that they are, there's no sincerity on their part to defuse the situation. Uh, they just want the thing to drag on or, or they are thinking of, you know, further uh, uh, escalate their action in clearance. We do not know. But uh, I think the government are really um, irresponsible for not talking to the students. A damning report from the U.S. Congressional Executive Commission has recommended the revival of a 1992 law under which the State Department had to furnish annual reports on Hong Kong. In its report, the independent body said President Xi Jinping continued to adhere to the authoritarian model of his predecessors. And the U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry has warned that the window for tackling climate change is closing quickly. He said if climate skeptics were wrong, there would be a catastrophe. Life as we know it on Earth, he said, would come to an end. Those are the headlines. More news at 11 o'clock. This is The Morning Brew on Hong Kong's favourite talk and music station, Radio 3.
There are many types of telephone scams. Don't let scammers turn your phone into an automatic telemachine. Stay calm when you receive suspicious calls requesting financial assistance. Talk to someone you trust and verify the caller's identity. Safeguard your personal data. Verify the caller's identity. Don't get conned.
Bipolar Sunshine on Radio 3 and Deck Chairs on the Moon. 19 minutes to 11, still in with chefs Jason Black, RJ Asher and Frankenpie. That's good, isn't it? The pie that brought... That's why we... I mean, I love having you on the programme, RJ, but we can only invite you once a month or so because we need a month to digest all your stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that hurts. In a good way. In a good way. You know, your mum, by the fire, da-da-da-da. Yeah, the the old saying, an apple day keeps the doctor away. A slice of pie a day keeps the doctor away as well. This is awesome. (laughs) I tell you what, we're talking about complimenting tastes here. If you've only just joined us, you're still not getting a piece of his pumpkin pie. But wouldn't, you know, the apple, does that ever use to compliment things? You couldn't couldn't with this because it's a purist recipe. Yeah, that's pretty hard. Uh, This is like a custard pie. It really is a custard format. People want to heat this pie up. You know, you can't heat it up. You heat it up and it gets really soft. Um, so it's really a cold could put pie. Probably a little bit of um, apple, apple puree in there yeah, as like well. Uh, if, if I can't help thinking. And drop the, the sugar. Do you yeah. know what I mean? There's, there's things you can add to like, you know, Traditionally, it's whipped cream. But like, a caramel sauce with apples, you know, a reduced apple, you know, caramelly type sauce would be and, fun. And on the thing I've got in front of us right now, a crust that will outlast religion. You <laughs> <laughs> never discuss pies and religion in the same conversation. Oh. I mean, I'm not kidding. This thing is like made out of Kevlar. Nice, nice Kevlar. Yeah. No, this is just our sweet butter crust. This is a great little little crust. It's fun, easy. It's, it's see. I think you said flaky and dense a minute ago, just like you, Jason. Just like you, Jason. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it's a little flaky, a little dense. I must. I, must I didn't de- say that though. I must that explain that he, the one he brought in today, he's actually made it for demonstration purposes. So you've really gone to town on the look of the top of it. I mean, um, obviously, what is it people when you know the first reaction and stuff like this? Here's your pie. What are they going to sort of go? Yeah, I want that. I think it's fantastic that you did a pie for demonstration purposes, given given the week we've had. <laughs> Oh, nice one. One one to the peanut gallery. Yeah, well, you know, again, for demonstration purposes, we're giving this pie away today to all the people at RTHK who are helping down there. Really appreciate it. I mean, honestly, it is a taste that me being English and probably you, Jay, being English, um, (laughs) we're not that used to. You uh, guys, it's a staple. It's beef it's staple. pie, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Pumpkin pie. If, if you have a Thanksgiving of pumpkin pie, then there's something wrong at your house. This is every house in America during Thanksgiving. You have a pumpkin pie. What can we do right now for our listeners to make their baking weekends splendid with using this thing as a sort of inspiration? What should we tell them about Super RJ Crust? Sure. I mean, you know, again, if you want to get home and bake right now, the easy easy way to do it is you could pumpkin pie. It's the easiest way. It really is a quick. Quick little uh, pie to make. Uh, the crust, just butter, flour, a little bit of salt, sugar. You're good to go. We uh, have, I think we posted the recipe one time on... Did we do it this thing. month? Uh, oh, the same the, crust, same crust. That's a pie, though, the crust. We did uh, apple. Okay, let's look at the one thing that I would probably mess up if I made this, and that's the difference in density between, you say it's a custard, uh, and it would, it would get gooey if you heated it up, and then you've got this really rigid um, crust. Now, the bit between the two is probably the one... That you could easily mess up. No, because of the liquid. The, the hard thing with the, the pumpkin pie is you want to cook it thoroughly. So when you shake it, it's not you know still watery. Um, but be you know careful. It's going to you know, brown a little bit on top. You just don't want to burn it. Do you, so, use, a, do you use a torch for browning? Yeah, it? we don't use a torch. Yeah, this is the sugar in this. Uh, we'll count. Yeah, enough naturally. sugar in there. Enough yeah. sugar in there. But for, you know, for us, the commercial ovens do a much better job in terms of the consistency than a home oven. Home oven, you always have a hot spot, so you have to you know, even the home, air, even the convection ones. Yeah, they're not. They're not a commercial oven. Home oven. Yeah, there are better ones, of course, out there. But most of the you know, in Hong Kong, it's not a great oven. 
you know, country. Not everybody has a great oven at home. I think know. if you if you do bake enough at home, you know, you know, you know yeah, well you enough that you can move move things around or constantly yeah. turn them in the exactly. Oven. And that's what I do. Like this one was actually baked at home for the photo shoot, and I rotated it three times. <laughs> so yeah, you have to rotate it around because I know where a hot spot is, top right corner, right in the front on your home oven. Yeah, which I'm assuming is reasonably big. No, it's reasonably small. Is it really? Yeah, one pie at a time. Just a little. <laughs> well, I mean, it's really cool to know that you, an industrial pie man, can actually still use a toaster oven and make it crack. Ah, no. <laughs> no, I mean for toaster real. You, you can you can you can you can produce really yeah, good can. good stuff. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean that means that a pie of this quality can be made at home yeah. in just a normal little oven. So it's you, you don't have yeah. to have commercial. You don't. Another email here. Uh, what does this fellow say? He says, apologies if I just missed this, but I want to ask what type of apples would the chefs recommend for pies? Well, fair enough. Let's go down that avenue. He said, I can't find any with enough acidity, such as Bramley's in Hong Kong. Jay, that's probably um, I think your Bramley's are your, your softer, traditional um, apples to use if you want the apple to go mushy, um, because that's how they cook. They do, they do get really soft. But if you're looking for something with acidity and you don't mind it having still a little bit of the crunch, I would definitely use um, Golden Delicious. Um, we or, can get them here, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, and Granny Smith. And Granny Smith, yeah. Green Apple. Tell us about the consistencies of those, just so we know what to look for. Well, they're, they're, they're relatively firm, but they are quite tart. So, you know, with the, with the tartness comes the acidity. Um, and I, I, th- I think they're quite nice pies to bake, uh, sorry, apples to bake with. Well, let's stay with fruit for a second. In some of the uh, sort of posher supermarkets here, Unfortunately, because in other countries, you know, your, your ordinary supermarket will have an amazing array of stuff from Africa and wherever. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to look around some of the flashier places, there's going to be some slightly different breeds of fruit, right? Right. Yep. So where would yeah. you go for a tasty fruit pie? If you wanted to be a bit exotic, RJ. For fruit or for fruit pie? Um, fruit in a fruit pie. Okay. So different fruit. I mean, again, you can go any kind of you know, high-end grocery store and you get it. The, the, there are some fun ways of doing it where Japanese apples, if you want to spend the price... You can get some great little different apples from there. The The hard thing there is balancing how many you need because they're rather large. So if the recipe calls for six apples and you want to buy Japanese apples, don't buy six Japanese apples if you're making three pies. Just, yeah. just, just, <laughs> just judge it on your normal apples. I, yeah. think, I think there's something to be said though, in that some, some fruits are best eaten just as fruit and they, yeah. they're, they're better eaten It's like raw. a sort of um, piece of advice your grandma yeah. would give you. Some fruits are best eaten raw. <laughs> You're just getting the evil look. I am. But have fun with it. You mm-hmm. have bananas, make your banana cream pie. You have. But we got a gooey fruit there in in bananas. So that's yeah. what that's what I'm getting at. You know, you're, you're into combining and what's the word juxtaposing yeah. textures. If you do a banana, do a cream. So you do a, 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 a vanilla or pudding caramel. or something or, or caramel. Yep. So then you do a tart. If you want to do a pie, you do a, a, like a vanilla put, you know, pudding or chocolate, and you add them in. Okay, fair enough. enough. What would you do to? Um, I, I like having the fruit, as I mentioned, um, in, in its almost natural state. What about state, the lovely so red ones? And give me yeah, a red, if, you, red if, stuff. if you did something with, say, a custard tart and then put fresh raspberries on it or something Bingo. like that, that with a little bit of vanilla. I mean, you bring your flavouring into the um, into the custard or the creme patissiere itself and then just put some beautiful fresh raspberries or strawberries and you can do it with cream. Back to Steve's email here, talking about apples for pies. We did mention this before, but an old wives' tale is to put a bit of strawberry in. We did mention it, but I tell you, it's fabulous. Yeah, I mean, you can. You can. And, you know, strawberries are a fun additive. Uh, to Jason's point, though, they're great when you put them on top of a tart and they're fresh versus cooked down. Just yeah, costs really more. Can. Just costs a lot more. But, um, <laughs> thank you very much. All right, lads, we're just about out of time. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Always a uh, pleasure. See you real soon, RJ, and thanks for bringing up yeah. the uh, the Halloween pie. It's really nice. Yeah. Enjoy. Oh. Cheers. 
Jay. Yes. Have a great week. Will Thank I see you. You, will I see you next Friday? Uh, yeah, off to Shanghai tomorrow to shoot the food Ooh. for the icons. T- tell me that. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, if you remember last year we did the Salmon Icons cookbook calendar with 12 Hong Kong chefs. Um, this year we've expanded. Uh, we've got chefs from Singapore and Shanghai. Um, this is Tetsuya Wakuda, some of the best chefs in Asia. Um, and luckily this year we've worked with Xenia. So we've put all 12 chefs into Xenia. And um, we're photographing them in Hong Kong uh, as fashion models and then flying to Shanghai and Singapore to photograph the food. Uh, it'll be great. It'll be yeah. out in December. Another Were you calendar. on this? Were you on this last year? No. You remember this? Um, if you've seen these uh, great big sort of box presentation things of the calendars fantastic black and white pictures yes. of all the local sort of top chefs you will be <laughs> on, on the calendar i mean you're a top chef already um but it was all for this really cool charity wasn't yeah, it? We did it for t- food link last year um this year we're deciding on the charity obviously we need to take in consideration that we're now going um asia wide um so we need to find a, a charity that bridges all three what kind of thing are you looking for um i still think food you know it's 12 chefs and um uh, I think food is an important part of of what we're doing, so we need to find somebody that we can give it uh, to food wise. Um, we've managed also to partner with Key Club, um, uh, who are also doing their Chief Fund for Charity um, coming up on twenty second of November, and uh, we'll be launching our calendar in the whole of the Key Club on the twentieth of January. Let's talk about that another day. In the meantime, Done. guys, RJ, always lovely to have you up here. Jay, Thank thanks you. a lot. Thank you. <laughs>